Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and this week, oh shoot, uh, this week, Uh-oh. I am, no, I have it, I just have to pull it up. I am an agent of Snoop. I'm Ooh. a Snoop. I am slightly, nightly, observing organized people. <laughs> Our next door neighbors... Well, we have two neighbors. One, obviously, because we're not a corner lot. The one next door neighbor is delightful. They've been around forever. They're only the only thing I could possibly complain about them is that they keep uh, the curtains on their kitchen window closed, so I can never see into their home to see what they're doing. Because <laughs> I'm that neighbor. I'm the nosy neighbor. But on the other side of us, the neighbors, it's almost like a revolving door. Like we've had, we've had a couple of families live there and then, and then it, um, then we haven't it's had perfect. families live there and it was kind of empty and then people lived there. And then they stopped living there. And then new people lived there. And then we think it was bought by students. And then after a year or two, the students vanished. And and then another family was living there. And they were quite nice. But I guess they were just renting because they also vanished <laughs> in the night. Like it's a house where people, there's never a for sale sign up. It's just but you people, wake up one day show up. and there's new people there. <laughs> so now... And they always have their curtains closed, too. So I'm never able to, like, I can only get to know them if they're actually, like, out in the community, which is not the most ideal way to meet people. <laughs> the most ideal way to meet people is by emulating Jimmy Stewart. That's right. Binoculars in a wheelchair. And sitting that's there going, okay, that's right. that's over totally. there. I know. I don't have the binoculars. But I do have, like, the curtains wide open. And the new people also at this particular point in time also have their curtains wide open so i can like if i'm in the kitchen doing the dishes i can stare right into their kitchen main area and see that they're busy doing like construction work and they're moving things around and they're cleaning things and they're opening boxes and and it's giving me lots of stuff to like think about and speculate on not that i've met them they still don't shovel their driveway they still kind of come and go at all hours, but I'm at least getting hints about what might be going on in that home. Is it murder? So that's fun. No, it doesn't look like it yet. Okay. But if that were to happen, ready. I'd be able to see it. I should probably invest in binoculars. That would be amazing. Yes. Okay. That is a lesson that's, to take away from this. <laughs> that's... <laughs> Lesson learned by binoculars. Correct. Totally. Totally. All righty. That's me, man. Yep. And we have no Paul today. He we is off no on Paul. a mission in deep uh, <laughs> teenage wasteland. Deep, deep, deep. Well, maybe preteen. Okay. Tweenland. <laughs> tweenland. Tweenland, yes. And I am Al. And this week I have been subject to the agents of medical. Oh, dear. Many extra decisions involving COVID and lap dogs. Oh, oh. So, well, no one got it. 
That's not the issue. But the dogs both, got it? <laughs> no. But we, my wife and I both got our uh, boosters this weekend. Right on. She is not great with certain things, medical things. It has nothing to do with, like, believing or not. It's just her – she has some anxieties right. that anything would cause for that, like any kind of uh, medical thing could cause for her. Sure, sure, sure. So she had to get some medicine for, like, for her to like, for, be calm because she got hers Friday and I had it Saturday. Yeah. She was very anxious about it. And – so she was feeling kind of out of it on bit on Friday. I was um, well, get to me in a minute. Anyway, I don't know whether the dogs got into something or they were feeding off her anxiety, because one of the things she was doing to deal with that was like doing some painting around the house. Right, 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 right. So now it's like her do you know not only being anxious but doing stuff that's off the schedule, and the dogs are locked away out of the room and they're freaked. So the little one on Wednesday, Saturday night, I get back from getting my shot done, and he has diarrhea. Oh no. And, of course, she hasn't really slept much, so she can't stay with him. So I told her to go sleep in the other room so she could be quiet. And I was hanging on the couch with him to keep, you know, keep taking him out and observing him. Yes. So it wasn't until 4 o'clock in the morning that I was able to go to bed because there was enough period of time where he wasn't still having to go out every hour. Oh. And at one point, the other dog started getting diarrhea. And then on Sunday morning, we noticed a little bit of blood in the stool from the first dog. Oh, no. We went... Now, it could be nothing, because, I mean, when you're totally. having issues like that and your bowels are getting that, you know, agitated, a little bit of blood can happen. It's not like it's, you know, interior bleeding. But yes. since it was both of them and that as well, we took him oh. to the emergency vet on Sunday. So we spent oh. half the day there. And they seem to be mostly okay. Um, they, you know, we already got some, like, pumpkin and, you know, raw, you know, uh, boiled chicken to give to them to keep them, you know get them back to normal and the doctor mm-hmm. some probiotics mm-hmm. and put some fluids in them to keep them from being dehydrated and they're on their way back but that's good that's good but then we get back it's like five o'clock or like or something on sunday and i was perfectly fine like after my shot like she had her she was feeling a little tired and like her arm was hurting you know like you touched her and she was like ah yes i was fine but it must have been adrenaline or my body just my brain's on my body. Nope, we don't have time for this because, like, within 15 minutes of being home, all of a sudden I hit, got hit by everything at once. <laughs> oh, no. All of a sudden I'm in pain and I'm tired. And oh. I can't feel hot, cold. And my arm still does have some pain and I keep, like, fluctuating a bit of, like, feeling warm. Ugh. Wow. Almost like I have a low fever, very low fever. Because when I got my second shot, I did have, a like, a low fever for a couple hours. Right, right. Well, it gets better. Yeah. So I'm just saying, it was a not a relaxing Sunday. Oh, dear. Ugh. Yuck. On well. The hand, yeah. On the other Saturday night, since I was up and by myself there, I was able to watch whatever I wanted, so I finally got to watch Metropolis. That was actually a pretty good movie. Oh, good. Good. Oh, that's an old one, isn't it? 1927. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like real old. Yep. Real old. I had never seen it. I was not around. Ah, you kids. I know. <laughs> yes, I was not around. All righty. All righty. What I was around for, though, was Legion 93, number 58. Oh! I picked it up off the stands. I did not. I did. 93. Oh. Yeah, this is... I think. So- this is September 93 cover date, so this will be probably coming out, what, July, August? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so at this point, I was cutting down my comic reading to just the bare essentials because 
by the actual September of 93, I was starting college. And I knew I was not going to be able to keep up with many things. (laughs) Priorities. Priorities. You don't need to eat. That's what craft dinner's for. So a lot of titles I got, because a lot of books I got, I stopped buying around this time because, you know, no money. Yes, I get it. I get it. Totally. Well, here we are. Legion 93, number 58. Trinity, number 6. I don't think there are any more numbers. Um, not 93. Well, I mean, September 93. <laughs> Dallas 35 US, 2 and a quarter Canada, yep. 1.25 UK. There you go. I got all the numbers. All the numbers. There we are. All righty. I will let you take it away. I think it's you. Or is yep. it me? Yeah. It is you. Cool. So, yep. This is Legion 9358. Like you said, The Sleeper Awakes. Mm-hmm. And that is such a Kitson cover. Oh, yeah. As we see, Verl Docs looking at whoever is coming out of that com- pod uh, thing. Yeah. Big pod thing. It kind of looks like it's opening up almost like a flower. It kind of reminds me of like a, a computerized version of the uh, eggs from Alien. Yes. You know, instead, but instead of them opening up from the top, it's opening on the sides. Yes, totally, 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 totally. But I'm sure if Rural Docs is opening, it's not going to cause problems for anybody. No, not at all. Docs totally knows what he's doing. Yep. Or at least he'll commit you he does later. Totally. So this is Split Decision. Co-plot and script, Mark Wade. Co-plot, Barry Kitson. Penciler, Stephen Jones and Chris Hunter. Inker, Robin Smith, Peter Gross, and John Dell. Colors, Gene D'Angelo. Letterer, guess who's back? <gasps> Gaspar is Gaspar. back. Gaspar! I love how Gaspar signs his name. Everyone else is nice and printed. He's just like... That's right. Signature. That is right. You're going to know I'm here, baby. Assistant editor, Peter Tomasi. Editor, Dan Raspler. <laughs> and we can see the triarch are all around on, on the planet, being all angry and cranky. And they're kind of being surrounded by a whole bunch of little green lanterns. I can see Nort and Kilowog and then Tomar 2 and the Mushroom Guy and the <sighs> Punk Rock Crystal Dude. Yes. And all the rest. And all the rest. Maltus, where moments ago the Green Lanterns ran roughshod over their newest enemies, the Dark Stars and the Legion. Until this minute, their three-way dispute has been a cold matter of jurisdiction. Now, this time, it's personal. (laughs) This time, it's personal. (laughs) When did Jaws 4 come out? Already. So, which uh, my question is this now: Which Green Lantern should be played by <laughs> Michael Caine? Oh, oh, oh! He'd be a great voice, not a Kilowog voice. Maybe like make the crystal do cool. Make it Michael Caine. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> anyway. Oh, and that's right. I almost forgot. I didn't notice that uh, above everybody, we have all the Legion ships that sh- the Armada that showed up at the end of the Green Lantern issue last time, and they're all painted yellow. Totally bright and sh- yellow. Yep. And ship side, we got a Legion uh, officer 
speaking to Telepath and Lady Quark, and he's saying, Dox's plan worked. We've caught the GLs with their rings down. They're scared spitless. <laughs> and Telepath tells him, truthfully, I sense no fear among them, but they are confused by this turn of events. And Lady Quark says, as am I, Telepath. What does Dox think the Legion can accomplish by scattering the Green Lanterns? Well, the mad gods of the Triarch continue their spree of destruction. And as this, she's talking, the ships are running around, you know, shooting at the uh, Green Lanterns. And Nort's saying, yellow ships, yellow rays, Rick tails, kick tail. Tell me about it, Nort. They're coming straight for us. Retreat. And you see all the GLs flying away. Yes. And Hal and Nort are taking refuge behind, I don't know if it's wreckage or building or something. And Nort's telling Hal, geez, these guys are tough. And smart. They painted their entire fleet yellow. The one color that neutralizes our ring energy. We can protect ourselves from falling debris, but we can't launch a direct counterattack. We've got to come up with a different strategy. Fast. I'm thinking, Hal, we'll come up with a different strategy. We? <laughs> Hal's thinking, we? Yeah. yeah. One, one of us thing, will here, Nort. <laughs> one thing you can't say you can't say about Nort. He does. It's not that he doesn't try. He's always ready. You know, he's never going to say no. I mean, unless he's tired. That is true. Or hungry. Or hungry. <laughs> <laughs> or one of a thousand other reasons. But otherwise, he'll always say yes. <laughs> and back now to the Legion uh, people. We got Legion fighting Dark Star. So Captain Comet's fighting one of them. He's yelling, "Strata, call for reinforcements." I kind of got my hands full right now, Comet, as she's dealing with two other dark stores. Hey, do you hear something big coming? And there come the Legion cruisers shooting as Hal and Nort keep flying right ahead of them. Don't worry, it's our own fleet. They're chasing off the lanterns. We're nowhere near the line of shoom, as Strata turns out to be very long. <laughs> they are in the line of fire. <laughs> exactly. And we see a couple dark stores. Thank Kralar. Our suit shielded us from the blunt of the breath from the brunt of the blast. Our opponents were not as fortunate. And I think this is Sarah and Kolos talking. We must press our advantage. Our fellow dark stars were beaten unconscious by the lanterns. It's up to us to awaken them. And the one kind of looks like a blue skin, I want to say blue skinned Harley Quinn. Kind of, yeah. It yeah, looks yeah, like she's yeah. blue and red hair. Yes. She's Harley Quinn before Harley Quinn got that that look. She's like a yeah, pre fifty two, new fifty two Harley Quinn. So she's blue heart. So she's Harley Quinn blue, and Harley Quinn red is must be still back on her. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they got split or cloned, or however that story goes. That's her name now, Harley Quinn blue. So Harley Quinn blue says, "Hurry then, before our foes find a way to stop us." And while Strata and Comet are trying to wake up. And on the other hand, we have the Green Lanterns flying around. That's it. Fly low. So as long as we take refuge in these ruins, we're in no danger from the Legion. But you see the recruits there, and uh, Amon Hawk is saying, think again, coward. Recruits, attack! And the recruits attack. Pretty obvious. And meanwhile, we have a Legion officer. I'm at the cruiser officer Beck, but there's no sign of either of them. Just find him, trooper. It's an emergency. Uh, and he knocks on this one chip. Uh, Officer Lobos, sir, you in there? <laughs> Controls lost track of the Green Lantern named Baraka. Sir, you in there? We think she may be in the area, sir, sir. And all of a sudden the door opens and he gets punched in the face. 
<laughs> and there's Lobo wearing nothing but Green Lanterns, uh, uh, pink panties with green little Green Lantern symbols on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm fragging in here, you bit, you moron, and I'm busy. <laughs> oh, that is what he's saying. I read it the first time as I'm fragging here, you moron, but no, he is fragging in here. Mm-hmm. I think he's. I think it means both ways. <laughs> I definitely think it goes both ways. All right, so Lobo will be out of commission for most of the issue. Yes, he is fragging busy. And meanwhile, we have we see the everyone's a big fight. You know, we got Bertrand Dib versus Nord. Is Nord blasting? Go ahead, Greeny, cut loose. You want to hurt Bertrand Dib? I'm impervious. And we see you know one of the Treyarch is you know, blasting the city. And then we got the mushroom-headed uh, Green Lantern fighting him on Hawk, and he's just putting up a mattress to cop stop him on, from punching him, saying, defend yourself, Kund. Because I think he's like a human mushroom or something, so. Yes. <laughs> a human mushroom. Poor guy. Yeah, very weird. Poor guy. I'm going to call him Shiitake. <laughs> And Hal Jordan's looking around, and he sees, you know, more of the Treyarch blasting the city. Good lord, now I understand. We're locked in a standoff. All three teams have been tricked into counteracting one another while Maltus burns. Whose idea was this? And we go back. All of a sudden, the scene shifts to back in that crypt, and we hear someone say, Docs? And Docs is saying, get up. Docs, I think, quiet stealth. The only explanations I want to hear are his. Arise and explain your handiwork. And he's talking to that guy he woke last time who looks kind of like a controller, but with different type of facial colorings. Yeah. Looks more like his eyes look like black spiders over him or something. <laughs> That's right. He's had a really rough sleep. He still needs a little, yeah, <laughs> a little kinda, shut eye. Yeah, he kind of woke up half a millennium ago and has not really been able to fall back asleep. <laughs> he's telling Docs, how dare you speak to me thus? Why have you invaded my sanctum? And Stealth starts yelling at him, because people are dying, because this entire planet is in jeopardy. And? (laughs) And Doc tells him, and only you can stop it. As we speak, three beings of indescribable power are ravaging this world. You are familiar with them? If you speak of the Triarchs, they have nothing to do with me. I am a man of science, not a scholar of fate. If they have indeed returned to Maltus, it is only to fulfill their destiny. It is said that they shall lay this planet level, and the universe shall be made new. There are stories taught to every child on Maltus. Archor, Quara, and Zodar are power incarnate. Gods birthed at the dawn of time. Gods who murdered their own father. Splintered with shame, the Triarch disbanded. They wander the stars still, until such time as they return to cleanse Maltus. And But Doc starts yelling, I don't accept that. I don't think you do, either. This will jog your memory. Manu, tell the scientist what you told me. What is this tablet? And Manu, who is the one Malthusian that Docs has kind of been dragging along here because he can decipher the old hieroglyphics, says, Is it a religious artifact? An ancient Malthusian gospel unearthed only hours ago, which was, you know, good bit of timing, by the way. Yeah, at least three issues ago. Yeah. Lord, <laughs> forgive me. It says, it proves without question that the legend of the tree arch is just that. A legend exaggerated through the eons. The tablet was carved by contemporaries of the original tree arch. It, sh- it shows that Archer, Quora, and Zodar were 
were not gods. They were mortals, wise beings, benevolent leaders, but mortals nonetheless. Their great powers are but myth. At this moment, three beings are raising Malthus. I want them with all my soul to believe in them, but I cannot. They are false gods. And Doc tells him, too powerful to be real, scientists. Isn't that so? And the, 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 the controller guy says, yes, I know this, for I am their creator. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Oh, and of course, it involves anyone from the planet Maltus, any story about something that happened in the past, whether it's a controller <laughs> or an Owen, or just some guy trying to explain why he got to work late that day with his, his own Maltusian plumber. They all talk, <laughs> say the same thing. My tale begins a universe ago when I'm Maltusian named Krona. That's right. It always comes back to Krona. Uh, always bringing Krona. Always. I don't even need. I don't. They didn't put an editor's this box. But I already know it's Green Lantern number forty. <laughs> I've seen it so many times. <laughs> not this Green Lantern series. The original one. No, Green Lantern not, original. The Silver Age one. OG. So when a Maltusian named Krona unleashed dark forces on the cosmos. To combat these forces, some Maltusians founded the Guardians of the Universe. Eons later, frustrate, frustrated, we controllers split from the arrogant Guardians. Oh yeah, you're not arrogant. <laughs> as, as we were all controllers, I was charged with creating instruments of con- construction, devices that might, might help restore order to the universe. Seeking ideas, I returned here to my birth world, where a spiritual journey inspired me to recreate the Holy Triarch and give life to the legends. So you admit it. You use their ancient story as a blueprint to create three supreme beings. At what point did you realize your mistake? Once I learned my done my job too well. Programmed to believe they were really, truly were the Holy Triarch, they repeated their history and turned on me, their father. We can see them beating him to death with their big sticks. <laughs> Believing me dead, they sought to fulfill the prophecy surrounding them and fled to the ends of the universe. But I wasn't dead. In desperation, I managed to crawl into a life-sustaining matrix where I slept until you, you awoke me. And now you tell me my creations have returned? Yes, whether they realize it or not, their past points in this very place, the place of their birth, that's what led us to you. Their controller, that is what your creations have wrought. And we are now outside and looking at... The malt is burning while the tree arch is there making a big mess of things, and Legion Dark Stars from Humanity are trying to fight them. Yep, it is bad. It's a very bad thing. And we see them you know, fighting. Dark Stars are fighting Green Lanterns. And Comet's flying around thinking, we're not stopping the tree arch, we're barely stopping each other. And Hal Jordan flies him, relax, Captain Comet, hear me out. If we don't start cooperating, we'll never defeat the tree arch. We must stand together before Maltus is torn apart. You're a telepath. Link our minds so we can reach the Dark Stars. Put the word out that we're declaring a truce. Quickly, do it now, before there aren't any Dark Stars left, because the Dark Stars are getting blasted by the Triarch, and they're starting to fall. And you see the people of Maltus running and screaming, Help! Help! Help us! Flee! It's into the world! And Shad is telling them, This way, hurry! we got to get to clear this area. Uh-oh, incoming! And catches one of the dark stars. I've got you. Oof. Uh, thanks. You're not gonna hit me, are you? No, there's <laughs> been too much of that already. 
Good job, Strata. And we see Bertrand Dib carrying a little Maltesian child, and the you know, stuff's falling apart around them. We're all gonna die. Maltus is doomed. Relax, kid. You're gonna be okay. Thank you. No thanks necessary. Boom, boom, all around him. Then again, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> and he finds some people that you know, citizens who are being evacuated by Amon Hawk. This regret's yours. Thought so. And they take the kid. And Amon tells him, Dib, you're not going back in there, are you? That's how the city is a lost cause. We have to get the safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that. I'm impervious. Remember, I'll be fine. <laughs> and meanwhile, back up in the sky, t- Comet's telepathically talking and says, Kolos, this is Captain Comet of the Legion. It's time we join forces. Why? Because you're afraid of us? What kind of trick is this? No tricks, Kolos. This is Green Lantern Hal Jordan. Look around, look around you what we've accomplished on our own. As we say in our world, if we don't hang together, we're going to hang separately. Join us before the Triarch destroys this world. Hmm? I was just going to say, if we don't hang together, we're going to hang separately. And then, that's like what? Did someone say that on Lost? That's like Jack's phrase on Lost. Yeah, I think the phrase is supposed to be like, if we don't <laughs> stand together, you know, or I think we might hang to set together, but we would definitely hang separately. Something yeah. along the lines. Oh, okay, okay. I think. It's been a while since I've sure, heard the exact one. Yeah, it's a, it is a common sentiment. Live together, die alone, blah, blah, blah. Yes. All for one and none for all or something. That's right. <laughs> totally. Two in the, a bird in the hand is worth a duck in the, a duck in the tub or something. Sure. Anyway, so Coles is saying, thinking, some my orders. All right, let's talk. So the three of them are actually talking now. Here's my pitch. It's this simple. No more feuding. We all have our differences, but we have one thing in common. We're here to save Maltus, and that means we've got to follow our conscience instead of our orders. We must act as a team. Agreed? And the other two say, agreed. Right on. And so the three fly off, and Hal says, great, let's go rally our troops. Comment. Any son of Lobo or Brodica? We could really use them. Afraid not, Hal. Come to think of it, I haven't seen them for a while. And we can see that little ship they're hiding in. <laughs> one guy is still passed out in front of it. Well, not passed out, not unconscious. And we just hear from in there, all right, babe, time to tame the main man. Again? My pleasure, big boy. <laughs> oh, boy. And I like that the dude who's knocked out is, like, his eyes are, like, tightly closed. It's like he's seen something he can never erase from his head. <laughs> so even unconscious, he's like, no, no, rub it out of my no, eyes. No, 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 my eyes, I'm blind, I'm blind. That's right. And so now we got another full page spread of the tree arch being attacked by all the Green Lanterns and the Dark Stars and Legion, at least all the ones who can fly. And they're saying, what's this? Do my eyes deceive me? The gnats have begun to swarm. They're going and, all out for full page spreads in this issue. Yeah, there's a couple of them. <laughs> and they're all blasting. Zodar saying, our work here is not yet finished. We will brook no more interruptions. This is you can unite your power into a terrible force. So can we. And they all merge their power together, the tree arch. And also we have a big crack And explosions are happening all over. And things are blowing up and falling. And people are dying. And you see stuff falling. And Bertrand Dib runs in to help. And he opens and he sees a little kid. And he's like, don't worry, little one. I'll shield you. I'm impervious. Yeah! And something basically blasts them both. And as far as we can see, they might both be dead. Totally. 
Totally. And the recruits are not happy. No, Bert! I, I can't believe it. No, no. They killed him. They're killing everyone. Now, nothing stands between the Triarch and the total destruction of Maltus. As we can see, pretty much all the Green Lanterns and Dark Stars and the Legion people who are fighting them are now on the ground unconscious. That is right. Everyone is down for the count. And we only got two more parts left. Continued in Dark Stars number 12, then look for Trinity number 2 for the frightening conclusion to the whole Freshenlugger saga. <laughs> or Freshenluggerner? Yep, however you say that. Yeah, that's one, yeah, one of those words I've always seen in comics, but I've never heard anyone ever say in my life. And that's because it's a dumb word. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> it's one of those words you don't say, you just read. <laughs> Totally. Well, the Dark Stars are going to totally have to wake up because next issue is all theirs. Well, I mean, they don't have to. Did you read Executioner's Song? There's a whole issue of X-Factor. It doesn't have anyone from X-Factor. Oh. I missed that one. <laughs> so did X-Factor. To- totally. They were uh, on their summer vacation. <laughs> Someone else can look after our book. Alrighty, that is it for this issue. We get a letter column for the first time in a while. Um, anything exciting? Not really. Peter J. Tomasi is the new assistant editor, so he introduces himself. Look at that. This is back when Peter J. Tomasi was an editor and was still wet behind the ears. I mean, we do have a letter from uh, Elvis Thornton, so, you know, a little... Oh, yeah. It's a familiar name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's there. Jim Kelly, a little... I recognize that name, I think. Claude Knight. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of regular letter column names there. All righty. So that is it. That is it. For this issue, we are getting close to the end of Trinity. And then we see where Legion goes from there. Yep. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Paul will let us know if we have any feedback. And. Oh, one thing I did want to say about feedback. Oh, yeah. So, I just want to let you know or mention this here. It's interesting. So, I put the, you know, I put on my Twitter feed for the uh, Warlock Thanos podcast. I put up the new the episodes. Right, right. And there's always people that, you know, I get retweets and likes. But I could not believe, I don't know what it was, but the last episode. So it's what, episode 86, you know, part four, covering Dark Stars 11. Right. Not only did we get 20 retweets, I got 51 likes on that one. I, I have no idea what it was, but people were just liking that one a lot. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, just thought that was a weird thing. I mean, it's not like I don't get plenty usually enough, but usually it's in like high teens, mid 20s or low 20s, you know, which is great. Hey, that's wonderful. But like, wow, 51? Neat. There must be like a hidden Dark Star contingent out there hungry for Or maybe Star. everyone was loving the Travis Charest cut artwork. Could be. Could be indeed. For sure. Yep. But just want to mention that. Thought that was cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. If you want to send us feedback, it is always at 
legion of substitute podcasters at gmail.com. You can head over to the Facebook page, which is also legion of substitute podcasters. You can leave a comment there. You can send us an email. We will happily and enjoyably read it. Enjoyably. We would love to. <laughs> We'd like to read it. We would like to. I, yeah, I'm sleepy. I'm getting late. My poor little brain is fuzzy again. I was able to say the letters of the podcast without making an error, but that was early in the podcast. <laughs> but you did it, and that's the important thing. But I did it. It helps that you have the issue like right in front of you, so half of the letters are right there. Yeah. That's why the it. Dark Stores and Green Internet episodes are harder. <laughs> I know. I I know. Believe me, I know. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> that is it for us. We'll see you all next W-E-E-K. S-A-L-A-H-A-N-T-L-E. Oh, that's way too long. Shalot, shalot. It's I'm two words. Say, oh, oh, oh. I got nothing. <laughs> I doubt you would. Ha, 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 ha.